0: Hello and welcome to untying the knot we are uh, a host down this week it's just uh, myself Jake and and Flavius Um, Minnie grew older over the week and and had other plans for our recording night so um, we gave him the night off as a as a gift
1: (laughs) yes but he'll be doing double duty come next week
0: (laughs) (laughs) neither of us will be here he's the only host (laughs) yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's um, it's a rather light week. It'll just be the two of us, so we only have two topics for you. Um, and uh, Flav if you don't mind, I know you, I I kind of wanted to start out because um, you know, there's the 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 topic I picked this week has everything to do with the fact that honestly um with a podcast uh one of the best ways to advertise your podcast is through social media and yet i'm pretty sure that at the moment um all three of us are pretty not that interested in doing much on social media
1: (laughs) yeah no not not really
0: yeah um I mean, personally, for me, it's not even that social media is toxic. It's that when I get on social media, I feel like I get toxic. I feel like I'm just ready to argue when I sign into Facebook or get on Instagram or any of those things. I'm just ready to, to start a, to, to be that jackass with, a, with an opinion and a keyboard. And to assume that my opinion is more important than anyone else's and it, it it just I'm a more toxic person when I'm on social media and I don't I don't like it.
1: <laughs> no, I mean it really does bring out the worst in some people. Some people act all big, tough, and mighty. And if you by any chance or lucky to see them, you realize there's like, you know, some screeny like hundred thirty pound, you know, nerd.
0: <laughs> it's like
1: it's like are you the guy? And they're like, No, no, it's like really. You seem like the guy. It's like, no, no, totally not. It's like, I should squish you. <laughs> I'm going to be the better and bigger person. And they get all huffy and puffy. He's like, trying to say I'm short. I'm like, yes, Napoleon, you're short.
0: Well, see, for me, it's actually been uh, interesting. Uh, I've been off Facebook for about, well, longer than a month now, because I was, I was was I was pretty much off it before my birthday, which was last month. And now we're reaching, you know, a full month away from that birthday. And, and, and I just, a couple of times in the past few weeks, I've signed into Facebook and then saw something that, that triggered me into wanting to write a post, wrote out the entire post and then went, wait a minute, I'm just going to be annoyed if I post this and, and, and keep coming back to to argue with this person and then just close the window without even without even acknowledging what I wrote or putting it up there, just letting it go. Oh,
1: if we're talking about posting anything, I don't post crap, but (laughs) I'll actually just get on just to see whom has written to me maybe or whose birthday it is, just because it is the best tracker for birthdays since I don't tend to remember anybody's. (laughs) That is not a lie. I'm really bad if it wasn't because I, by luck, know some people's birthdays. Yeah. Uh, i mean that's the only reason i literally would go on is just be like oh yeah and it's just like happy birthday
0: so our mutual uh-huh. tattoo artist's birthday is tomorrow huh i know that, uh, I, I, there was one of the birthdays i went on there to check because i did go on to check birthdays recently and our mutual tattoo artist his birthday is tomorrow just oh
1: you know. shit well all right thanks <laughs> i did not see that at all whatsoever so that helps
0: but that's the other thing is like it's like what you said what draw what drew me back to uh Facebook to checking like once a week was actually the birthday thing um because I had a birthday last month, and so I checked uh, a few weeks afterward and saw that a bunch of people had posted so i of course the the most meaningful po- I, I I figure honestly it's the most meaningful thing I've posted in the past two, couple of years because um, you know how people on Facebook do that oh, it's my birthday if you want to donate to this cause. Well, I didn't sign
1: up. Uh, I don't like those.
0: Well, I, I didn't sign up for. I didn't sign into Facebook on my birthday, so I didn't get the option anyway. But, um, like, what I did was, uh, when I said thank you to everybody who did post something on my wall, I uh, I mentioned uh, uh, the um, charity that uh, this charity that was started and is run by this girl I went to high school with. So I just used it as an opportunity to try to help promote her and, and oh, there promote you go. a charity called, uh, empower girls incorporated. And I made the post all about how, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, I have a young daughter who is, uh, five months, uh, today actually. Um,
1: and Ooh, that, seems uh, like you almost forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but I also have, you know, uh, a, a wife who holds a master's degree in, extra certification and so i figure uh, uh as a woman she must have been empowered by somebody to do those things or to you know there, there's some kind of backing that, that that allowed her to uh uh rise up and have the confidence and 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 um, intelligence to to reach for those those lofty goals and you know i'm also the son of a person who holds a doctorate in ministry and it's not my dad, <laughs> you know, it's my mom. So I made it about how, uh, you know, I, I, I grew up around an empowered woman. I, I, I married an empowered woman and I would hope that someday I'll be passing on that empowerment to my, to my daughter. And then I tied that into, you know, and here's a, here's a charity that, that, um, is about that and it's run by someone I went to high school with. And, and so that's why I, um, I used it as a, as an opportunity to uh, try to get, I said, if, if just one person were to donate in my name to this charitable organization, it would, it would be more than enough, you know? So that's the, that's the one post I would say is the, most, uh, everything else is just partisan bickering and having an opinion and a keyboard. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing important, nothing meaningful, nothing worthwhile. Yeah, that's
1: why I try also not to, not to check so much as social media at all. Like, I luckily don't bother with. Uh, well, I don't have a Twitter, so screw that.
0: <laughs> I don't have a Twitter either.
1: Uh, Snapchat, I I kind of had, but I was like, forget it. He's no, there's no point for me to actually like take my time on that. Um,
0: <laughs> Uh, For me, I had exclusively Facebook until I tried to start a a Instagram for this podcast, and then I discovered that I was just I was behaving the same way on Instagram that I was on Facebook, and I was like, but (laughs) representing two other names, and I'm sitting here being just as much of a toxic jackass. And so now I haven't even been on on Instagram in a month.
1: Oh no! Please keep being a toxic jackass on Instagram. That you you fit us both perfectly in that esteem. (laughs) You you can keep going with that. Frustrated. <laughs> I get done. Um, so what is your topic for this week
0: my topic is uh well i looked up an article it's from a sort of like a reader's digest type website called the healthy um and it's about mental health it's called it's uh 13 things that can happen when you quit social media by abby schubert and uh, going back to those uh propaganda techniques we used to talk about um this article was medically reviewed by a single doctor uh Whose name is on there? Ash, Ash, Ashley Maszkovic. I'm probably butchering that name. MD. Um, on the one hand, uh, it, it is a propaganda technique. It's just basically like, oh look, here's a here, you know, here's a certified person. Transfer what you might, whatever emotions you might have for the certified person into what this random person wrote. Um, but at the same time, I was thinking about it while I was jogging, and I was like, wait a second. When I go to a doctor, I get one doctor's opinion. Now I have the doctor's opinion plus the extra person. So, uh, on the one hand I'm tearing it down and going, Oh, there's a propaganda technique. And on the other hand I'm going, well, but it does lend some credence.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but it's, it's 13 things that can happen when you quit social media. And honestly, I, I, I do feel, um, First off, I feel their opening paragraph is very, is very uh, uh, well written. It says, social media is riddled with contradictions. It can be fun, but also infuriating. And I can relate to that. It can make you feel less alone, but also trigger feelings of isolation and inadequacy. And can we talk about the trolls? If you're spending a lot of time on social media or on your phone in general, it can be hard to imagine life without it. However, there are plenty of reasons to consider taking a break from your endless scrolling. If you're ready to take the plunge, here are some things to expect when you take a break from social media. And so the first one, some of these are real common sense, like you'll get more work done, you'll do it faster. Um, I mean, yeah, if if you have less things to interrupt you, you're going to be more productive. That's that's a given.
1: Yeah, I guess,
0: you know, (laughs) if you're not constantly interrupting yourself to check your phone, you're not going to be interrupting yourself and you're going to get your work done. (laughs) <laughs> that's just that's just how that works. Um, true, very true. But like another, the, the second one, you'll get your creative juices flowing. Um, I would say that work that that works out too. Since I've slowed down my social media writing, I started writing personal projects. I started writing for this podcast, and I started writing uh, new lesson plans that are sort of hopefully in line with uh with with uh, up, what seemed to be upcoming revised standards you know so um yeah the creative juices got flowing once i got off the social media and it's and it's really been a reason not to go back oh that's good you know um i mean granted with my the way my adhd works it was like oh now i got the creative juices flowing. well here's an idea and here's an idea and here's an idea and now i have three things that i'm doing at once and i have just as many interruptions beca- with each one interrupting each other
1: <laughs> yeah i've done the same uh, i actually had like three different ideas in a general sense for writing like either manga books or like books and I, my mind will skip from one to the other and i'm like oh, i should stick to one but i just can't so I'm like crap. So,
0: wh- what do you mean by like writing manga books or just books?
1: Um, I'd like to be able to do a manga book, but I I know it takes the time to have to draw and like also write in the bubbles. Um, and I've talked with this with with many about. Um, although I I'd, I'd like to talk to you because I mean you're a better writer than me overall. Your grammar is way better than mine.
0: Oh, good. Um. Could, um... I need to get you some copies of, of what I've already written. We should, uh, I, cause I've been thinking it, it, It one of the things that I've been working on definitely lends itself whoa, off the podcast, <laughs> off the podcast. We should, we should connect because, uh, one of the things that I've been working on, I think definitely lends itself to some visual, um, aspects that I just, I don't have the ability. I, I don't, um, I think it was Daniel Tosh who, who uh, had a joke about how, you know, the picture is crystal clear up in my mind, but when it comes to pen from pen to paper, uh, it just doesn't translate. And I know he was making an off color joke about Parkinson's disease on that one, but, uh, (laughs) just the idea of the pictures crystal clear up here. And I don't, I don't have the skill to draw it. And, uh, if you have the skill to draw it, we should really, uh, uh, connect in that way. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, But all right. So, so, (laughs) so there we go. Our creative juices are flowing again. And, uh, and I might've just, we might've just created another project to distract, distract me from the other three.
1: (laughs) It's all right. We'll get there.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's a, it's a, it's, uh, what's the saying? It's, it's not a sprint. (laughs) That's true. Marathon, not a sprint. So, uh, all right. The next, uh, uh, um, thing that might happen if you quit social media which this one i did not um i did not see uh is you might feel anxious at first um i have see that
1: i mean you're I using do... something and not having it kind of makes you anxious
0: well and, and, and they're talking about like how uh, a lot of times social media can be an addiction in the sense that like uh, uh, you can, you can get really, you, you can get those dopani- dopamine receptors flowing from what you do on social media. Um, and so when you stop doing that, there is a, an element of withdrawal, um, for me, because I was so toxic on social media, it actually was helpful to get off because I would pick an argument with somebody and then feel anxious about whether or not my point was well received. Uh, while I was off it And then I get back on and have another thing to Another screed to write out And it just it, it, I didn't feel anxious at first because I, of, of I guess my own toxi- toxicity um, When it came to social media And I just feel better uh, Not being that person So like I understand That you might feel anxious at first I just I didn't <laughs>
1: um, but, it well, makes- me. but I mean I could see people's Anxiety towards it yeah
0: so um, all right
1: so what's the next one
0: the next one is honestly i i do agree with this one you'll feel less stressed um you know it says because it's become so easy to access anywhere and at any time we feel compelled to pay attention to what is taking place on the newsfeed and timeline um and, and according to scientists, this leads to an increase in the stress hormone cortisol. So, um, you know, if we, if we get, if we leave social media, we are less prone to that level of cortisol and we are calmer. Um, and I agree (laughs) that's exactly how I felt. Um, like I said, even, even when I got on, it was, I would, start to feel that feeling come back when i would write something and then i'd stop myself and think about it and go why why am i writing this why am i going to post this what does this matter uh you know why does it matter if if because this person posted something if i respond um am i going to change their mind am i going to fix the way they think about it or you know am i just going to start an argument and piss both of us off so um you know, and, and, and thinking about that, you you get less stressed because, you know, you're, you're just ready to sort of be calmer and, and not feed the cycle.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, you don't have to worry about, you know, having to kind of get back in and go through that process of, I mean, whatever you're doing on social media, whether it's posting something or upload pictures, like, yeah, you know, some people tend to overthink, but not having to do that just makes it easier to you, for you to feel at ease and just enjoy the day, enjoy the week, enjoy your life.
0: Yeah. I I agree exactly. Um the next one kind of goes with, with that less stressed it uh and and it's it's a little tied into our um our tendency to always have sort of a grass is greener view of things. Um it says you'll feel more self assured, and that's because, like, um, you know, when we post when we post on social media, we're posting things that make us either feel happy or feel strong or feel, you know, feel something that we would view as positive. Even when even when I was being toxic and arguing, it was it was kind of a, a, a an element of that toxic masculinity that people talk about, where it was like it made me feel strong to to. um to, to start that argument and to if, if people started to chime in on in support of me it made me feel right and, and correct and, and 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 good but you know by that comparison um at the same time you know the exact opposite was happening sometimes where i'd make a fool out of myself because i post something without knowing enough about the subject and then i would feel horrible you know i would feel so inferior um And what they're more talking about is more like uh, people who are more, more well-adjusted than I was on social media, but they're saying, you know, we, we tend to share only the happy, exciting parts of our lives. But then as, as, as we're looking through other people posting the happy, exciting parts of their lives, we start to feel less about ourselves, you know? So um, they use the example of uh, like if a, a person's struggling to have a baby and then has to go on social media and see all their friends and all the, all the kids that they're having, um, you know, or if you're, if, if you're, uh, uh, struggling to, to find time to get out and meet somebody and you see all your friends and their uh, significant others having great times in their pictures mm-hmm. and their news feeds and stuff. So we wind up comparing ourselves and always seeing the grass is greener and not really seeing the, you know, the the, 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 the the ups and downs of life in our friends, news feeds, you know? So it's, it's that social comparison. Um, When you get off, you feel more self-assured because you're not comparing yourself. Um, You know, and I I definitely agree with that. I'm I'm not comparing myself to other people. I'm not uh, uh, feeling inferior to other people when I make a bad point, because uh, generally the only place I guess I make the, the same type of bad points are on here and you know we have a our listener and while i definitely welcome that listener's support um and and you know hi listener how you doing
1: <laughs> thank you
0: <laughs> but uh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i i i'm not having to make those comparisons and i do feel better i feel more uh, self assured i i i honest i uh, at this point being a couple of months being a month into Sort of regularly staying away from social media, I do feel better uh, a little bit more self assured in some ways, so I do agree with that one
1: <laughs> no, that's good, so what's the next one?
0: The next one is you'll get more sleep, and this one's kind of mm, that's not true, yeah,
1: whether I'm on social media or not, I always get shitty sleep. <laughs> I get for more than four to five hours, regardless. There's
0: still sleep <laughs> <spaces.
1: laughs>
0: You know? There's I mean,
1: To some people, I get it. If you're less stressed, less anxiety, yes, you'll eventually get better sleep.
0: Yeah.
1: But if you're off of it, I mean, there's other things that can throw off your sleep completely. That, that one I don't really understand. Well, no, I do understand. I don't agree with.
0: Well, but the, the, the way they put it... Uh in this article it's 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 more like just when you quit social media you'll free yourself of that time that you spend before bed you know scrolling on your on your news and it's like no but that doesn't mean you just immediately you just decide to go to bed at you know 10 o'clock now it means that no i'm not on social media at 10 o'clock but i can watch something on netflix or hulu or you know disney plus or any other streaming service that i have or i can read something or i can play video games you know there are other things to do
1: <laughs> yeah which actually just did download disney plus and espn
0: oh my gosh so uh so i have i, I have a theory because disney plus keeps adding uh they, they've been adding x-men movies one at a time so uh. the future past. then they added apocalypse and then they added x-men one And I think that when they, oh, and I should mention, I also I played the Marvel Strike Force game, so uh, that has also been X Men heavy for like the past two months. So Mm -hmm. I have that whenever a new, whatever, uh, whenever Marvel starts to make a new announcement, it's going to have something to do with X Men, (laughs) because they've definitely been been low key putting it into everything that 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 i access that that is put out by marvel or connected to marvel so like disney plus and stuff like that um but anyway that being said x-men's on uh disney plus <laughs> the movie from 2000
1: oh man i'd rather just watch the classic
0: it is the classic
1: no no i meant the classic show sorry
0: oh the cartoon that's on <laughs> yeah all of them are it's got i was actually disappointed i went on disney plus and i was like wait a second there's only one season of the x-men show and then i clicked on it i was like oh they just all on here and then we're like why separate them into seasons
1: oh yeah because i think they they had what at least five seasons
0: yeah actually it was the i I say the x-men show was actually the spider-man show because my son was interested watching the spider-man show and so i tried to put it on i was like they only have one season what a jip." And then I uh, scrolled all the way down. I was like, "Oh wait, I know that that that, that storyline is the is the finale." Okay, they have everything. They just put it all into one season for. A yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, and then I saw um, what was it, uh, Iron Man, when yeah. they try to like blend CGI with like just normal animation. I was like,
0: Ah, uh, yeah, it's, artist-
1: it's the worst. But all right. <laughs>
0: You know me, I was, I always viewed it as, uh, you know, it was either Iron Man or Batman and I'm a huge Batman stan. So, you know, Iron Man sort of falls by the wayside for me, except for the movie. I had fun in the movie, (laughs) but that was because I, I, as a huge comic book nerd, I have a tendency to ruin these things for people. Like, so my wife was not surprised when I told her this story at all, but that's because when, uh, the most famous example with her was when the dark Knight rises come came out and I knew that someone had to be Talia Al Ghoul. Right. where are Cotillard and, had, you know, and, uh, and, um, and Christian Bale have their little, uh, you know, PG 13 sex scenes. So it's like, Oh, we know they're, what they're doing, but they're just going to, you know, fade out on them kissing, but it fades yeah. out. There's this little tiny scar where earlier in the movie they'd shown a similar little tiny scar on Bane's head. And I turned to my wife and I went, Oh, she's Talia.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: she was so pissed at me when I left the movie. So I told her about um, going to see Iron Man and being the... Um, uh, 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 basically, I went with two couples and another friend, where the other friend and I were were like... Uh, uh, mutual fifth wheels. Um and so we go to see this and I'm sitting next to him and every time Colson comes up and says where he works for, I keep hitting the guy on the arm going, Do you know what that is? Do you know what that that is? <laughs> and by the end of the movie he turned to me and he went, No, I don't know what the hell that is. Let me watch the movie. My wife was like, Yeah I'm not surprised <laughs> So, oh man, man. that was a tangent. (laughs) Um, so the next one for our uh, mental health for quitting social media is another kind of given. Uh, you'll strengthen your face to face relationships. Um, yeah, yeah, if you're not on Facebook and all you have to do for social interaction is go and talk to people. You're going to have better conversations talking to people because you're not arguing on Facebook anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's well true. As long as you're not one of those people that just makes it worse by trying to just be argumentative all the time and annoying. No, you will have better um, actual physical interactions.
0: Yeah. Um, The next one's pretty interesting. It says you're less likely to get bored. And I'm going to read the uh, section that this comes from because I didn't think of this. It says, who hasn't pulled their phone out, pulled out their phone while waiting in line at the grocery store, thinking uh, a check of your phone could help alleviate the tedium. But researchers at Kent State who studied 41 college students found the opposite effect. Amazingly. Boredom increased over the 30-minute bout of social media use, says Andrew Lepp, Ph.D., an associate professor at Kent State University who specializes in the psychology of social media usage. If you're not mindlessly scrolling through your feeds, you might choose a more mentally engaging activity to banish your boredom, like working on a crossword or reading a book. Um, I I, I agree with that to a certain extent, but at the same time... um, I technically, usually when it comes to like grocery store lines and stuff like that, I do pull out my phone, but not to be on social media. It's because I have a subscription to the DC Universe app and I, and I read comic books while I'm waiting. <laughs> so, technically- uh, of course you <laughs> so technically, I guess I'm choosing a more mentally engaging activity to banish my boredom, like the quote in the, um in the article, because uh, I'm reading a book, but uh, I'm still pulling out my phone to do it. I'm not walking around with a comic book in my back pocket, but you know, I told you, uh, uh, and this is for uh, the benefit of the listeners too. Um, the Injustice comic book—it uh, started like the Transformers, where the Transformers are toys that were made to, uh, where uh, where a cartoon was made to sell toys, um, yeah. It- the Injustice comic book is a comic book that was made to sell video game units. But to be honest, it's a really, really good story. Um, DC always calls these types of stories Elseworlds and it's one of the best Elseworld stories that I've ever read. Um, I, I, it was something like 150, uh, issues for the, um, for the original storyline. And then they had Injustice Ground Zero and then Injustice Two um, that were around 25 and 70-something comics as well. And I tore through them. Uh, they were really good. And I'm hoping that more come out because it didn't end in its own way. But, it, it you know, it didn't end. But um, I think they've teased an Injustice Three game. So, you know, it is what I'm, it, But if you get I'm the... Th- huh i don't hold it past them if they are (laughs) but if you get the time i like those are some i mean um you know you know the uh, spoilers for a game that's been out since what 2013 um but the basic storyline is uh superman finds out that that lois lane is pregnant and um the comic book makes it so much more clear because not only does he find out, but the way he finds out is they're both just kind of sleeping and he wakes up and goes, I hear two heartbeats in one person.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, um, but after finding out that she's pregnant, she gets called away. And then uh, the Joker um, kidnaps her. And, and the way he realizes that something is wrong is because she goes to this supposed meeting with Jimmy Olsen and Jimmy Olsen's the murder victim uh, at the crime scene the next morning and so Superman's like something's something's happened something's wrong with Lois we need to find Lois and so the entire Justice League gets involved and um then it turns out that uh what happened was you piece together through diff- like and the, the the game doesn't really sp- they they have a little bit of this but the but the comic books really spell it out like he, uh, what the Joker does is he um, combines kryptonite with fear toxin, and uh, he doesn't know what Superman sees, but he points Superman towards the body that is Lois, and so you see that Superman sees her as Doomsday, and he flies her out into space.
1: Oh no! They're able to,
0: uh, they're able to tell him to stop. She's died, but yeah. the other trick is that. Joker hooked her heart up to a dead man switch that's attached to a nuclear bomb, uh, that is in metropolis. And so, uh, you know, you get later on, you get, uh, Batman interrogating Joker. And he's like, you took his wife, his child and his city. What do you think he's going to do to you? And it's sort of foreshadowing because it's, you know, Clark or, uh, uh you know, Batman's sitting there thinking like, I'm not going to be able to stop him from beating you up before we put you in jail and then Superman just blasts in and puts his hand through his, through Joker's heart and kills him. And, uh, and that's the basis of it where like, um, and, and you just have so many different things that different people align in different ways. Some people you, 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 you really get inspired by and some people you're really disappointed by. Um, and, uh, but it's a, it's a, it's a roller coaster and it's a really good one. Um, so, you know, to anyone listening, if if you're interested in comic books, that's a storyline to really check out. Uh, it was made to sell video game units, but it's awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, you have a couple more left on your list? <clears throat> I do. Okay.
0: The next one is, uh, you know, just as common sense as anything else. But again, it, it's not, this one I don't see is necessarily true. It's you'll sit less. Um But it's kind of like they're assuming that you're spending all your time on um, Facebook, just sitting there and scrolling where, you know, again, it might have been some time that you might have been reading or it might have been some time that you might have been writing. You're still sitting in those activities, Um, although I guess to their point, I have been uh, since gyms have been primarily closed and I don't even know if they've reopened yet, but I've been I've just been doing five mile interval jogs every day.
1: Um, um they're open at least our gym is
0: <laughs> i haven't been back i've just been doing these jogs <laughs> so i guess while well, i want to be critical of this you'll sit less thing um i actually have been sitting less <laughs>
1: well, that's good um it depends how, i mean where you are on social media because yeah if you're facebook it doesn't really mean you're sitting you can literally like be walking about i mean i I tend to check social media and I don't get to sit for my job. I have to walk around. So yeah, I would say it's not necessarily true, but I mean, I guess for 40 or 50% of whoever does quit, like it probably is true. It it would, it would mean they're less sitting.
0: Yeah. Um, so hold on. I'm trying to count how many are left. Uh, okay. There's about four left. (laughs) Um, the next one is you'll learn more about yourself. Um, that one, I'm, I guess, there's probably science behind it because they're, they, you know, they, they quoted a someone with a PhD or some kind of psychotherapist in, in every single uh, section. But in terms of learning more about myself, um, you know, I was always scrolling through other people's opinions to argue with them based on my own opinions, so I knew my own opinions. Um, I wasn't really defining myself by other people, so I don't know about that one, but that's something that they say is that you'll learn more about yourself if you quit social media. Um, Yeah, I can see that. The next one is your decision-making skills will improve. Um, I'm just going to point out that, you know, from, (laughs) from the decision to post toxic things to the decision to write them out and then not post them, um, I would say that's an incremental increase in my decision-making skills, but still, you know, I would say that's an improvement, so I agree with this one. Um,
1: the... I, I could see it when where I don't know, I guess subject to change. I mean, I don't...
0: But the thing is, um, the the way they write it out, it actually kind of falls in line with the, similar to why we started this, this sort of podcast. Now, not what we've moved into as we've sort of Uh, explored how we like to do this but um you know it says most people's beliefs and values are influenced but that by what they read on social media and according to a study from pew research half of facebook users get their news just from the site and so there's a quote it's a quote "Um, a lot of the decisions people are making isn't about thinking it's a collective consciousness Um, remove yourself from social media and you'll learn how to think more and make decisions and choices more independently
1: Think, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I can agree with that a bit better then. Yeah.
0: But I think they're trying to skirt the partisanship. They're they're literally saying that um, you know, if people are just getting their news from social media, they're getting what their friends have read in headlines and then posted. So, you know, usually those headlines are a sensationalist, you know, interest grab that is meant to make you feel a strong emotion. And so all their news is just the 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 sensationalism, the tabloidism that is uh, meant to get that strong emotion so they're not making good decisions when it comes to uh, the information that they're taking in you know um whereas we started out trying to avoid that and then realized that we wanted to even avoid a lot of the politics of that and to sort of just you know um look at articles through the lens of the fact that we are you know for lack of a better term, average Joes. And so we're just taking the the information that we take in and, and, and sort of explaining it from an average Joes perspective to uh, whoever's listening to us. Um, which, again, we took a lot of the partisanship out of it as well. So, Very true. The next one is so super true. Um, you'll argue less.
1: Yeah, yeah, you will because, yeah, you know, put yourself in a situation where you agree or you don't, or you just want to argue for the sake of it. You'll just be more, like you said, it's more at ease, less sitting around, less agitation, less frustration. Yeah, you can't argue less.
0: And the first line is exactly why it says it's much easier to type a scathing remark when you're hiding behind a screen than hurling an insult when you're in the same room as somebody. And that's exactly true. That's what I'm, that's what we keep saying. The keyboard and the, the, uh, the power of a keyboard and an opinion, you know, uh, that's what we're talking about here. Uh, So, you know, I, I completely agree with this one (laughs) completely. I'm definitely arguing a lot less these days and I definitely feel a lot better for it. So
1: true. All right. What's the next one or is that the last,
0: this next one is the last one. It says you'll develop more emotional intelligence. Um, I'm going to read the paragraph for this one. It says, ditching social media may not only make you a nicer person, but it could also help you develop your emotional intelligence, a valuable skill in the workplace. But it does require that you, yes, interact with other human beings. When we're on a computer screen for hours a day, then we're removing the possibility of having face-to-face interaction and, re- and we're reducing our emotional intelligence. Kirsten says lifting your head from the screen and having real conversations can increase the quality of your relationships and help you develop this critical skill. Uh, I think they're dancing around the fact that, uh, what they're calling emotional intelligence is the ability to read other people. Um, and that means like the tone of voice, the expression on their face, uh, uh, their body language and how they're talking to you. Um, particularly if they're Italian, if they're at least part Italian like me and spend a lot of time talking with their hands. I mean, nobody can see it right now because we're recording this audio uh, audit or we're recording this in audio. (laughs) Um, but I, I gesture with my hands every, every, every time I'm talking.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, it's true. I mean, um, I don't know how many times I've misread a text that, you know, was really meant one way but can completely be read the other. Yeah. And now that is part of it. Um, the more you're not with the uh, interacting physically with the person, it's hard to, you know, judge. Um, it's hard to judge it. It's hard to judge the person, hard to judge the situation. Um, yeah. So, yeah. No, I agree that that's true. The um, more you're able to, the better you can you know, read people and read the situation.
0: So, and that's the last one. They do what you know. Another thing I really like about this article is they they included their sources. Um, you know, uh, so there's a source list on this article, and and then you know when we do when we do post it, the the articles will be in the episode description. So um or at least the links to them and so you can see the the um the information that went into all this. Anyway, that was my uh information that was my uh, topic um you know I've I've been quitting social media for a while now I still slip and go back on but you know I've been able to catch myself and I haven't been posting. And uh, I think that's what's important. It's, it's, it's the progress and uh, it's going to make it hard (laughs) for us to advertise this podcast if we're not, if none of us are trying to advertise it on social media. But I mean, really, um, I feel less toxic and I feel a lot better. And uh, I do agree with a lot of what this, what this article said about what could happen. Um, You know, I do feel better. I do feel uh, less anxious. And uh, I'm not arguing as much online, and, you know, I've had to realize I've had to practice more emotional intelligence. Uh, since I'm not staring at a screen anyway. Um, Fabio, you came to us with a topic as well.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, mine was actually, and um, I, I sent it to you and unfortunately I don't have it on the screen there, I can pull it up. Um, but it, um, my um essentially is a um saying that, you know, global warming kinda is true because apparently a ice sheet or ice shelf fell in northern Canada, the size actually bigger than the size of Manhattan. Um right. so actually having been in New York City a few times, that's a pretty big piece of ice to fall. And for that to um essentially fall into the ocean, like it's gonna you know raise sea levels um and which oddly enough I was actually watching a video um kind of kind of has to do with it um it was about a small island nation called Kiribati and how most of that nation is literally slipping away because of rising tides Mm -hmm. like this just reclaiming a good amount of I think the 20 islands that belong to that nation um So it just makes me think it's like, you know, as much as some media like to say, no, global warming is not true. This and that is like, no, it could be considering that a big piece of ice just fell from in Canada that has been there for, you know, God knows how long. Um, It it makes a significant difference. And that's part of what they were going through is that, um, you know, this does kind of spell a warning being that this is one of the most northern regions and it's a piece of ice that they've seen for so long. And the scientists were happy to not be there because they're like, had we been there for when it fell, we wouldn't be able to tell you, you know, in person now that it fell, we would actually be totally dead.
0: Well, and I think it's so. On the one hand, uh, it's interesting when you when you bring up the the global warming. Um, I've seen that sh- the the opinion on that shift because first it was global warming, and then we call it climate change because you know the 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 arguments. Um, change. So I heard people who would sometimes say, "Well, the Earth might be warming, but uh, you know, I just don't think that man could be what is what is causing it." And, you know, they would point to natural warming phenomenon uh, in in past history, uh, and that's why climate change is, is so important. And that's and that's where I think um, what's interesting about the article. It's it's I, I you, you sent me the CNN article, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was from CNN. Um, you know, which. I know they have their own agenda towards it, but um, they they seem to just pretty much go straight with the um, with the actual um, topic and evidence. They, they didn't really try to throw in too much, you know, bias propaganda or anything.
0: Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> one of my favorite bands, uh, Bad Religion. Um, the lead singer, or not the lead singer. Um, um, He might have been the lead singer. Anyway, uh, I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, Sorry, lead guitarist. Uh,
1: Uh.
0: He earned his um, PhD. What was it? I I, I can't remember which one it was. One of the members earned a PhD in um, environmental history no sorry zoology yeah it is the lead singer of bad religion um his name's uh greg greg graffin phd and uh earned it at uh cornell university and like all of their albums for the past few years have been primarily not exclusively but primarily about um climate change and uh how we're kind of just racing headlong into Uh, uh, something bad. The thing about it is um, I find it interesting to watch uh, uh, other signifiers Mm -hmm. um, because in spite of our current drive to move back toward the traditional fuels like coal and and, and gasoline and stuff like that, um, that's on our government side. Businesses aren't exactly following suit. Uh, I know we both watched the Super Bowl this year, right? You watched it, right?
1: Say again, sorry.
0: The Super Bowl. Yeah, I watched it. So, um, the thing that I found interesting was every car company was was parading their elect their electric cars, even Hummer, which was supposed to have this brand new car announcement during the Super Bowl their brand new car announcement was an electric hummer you know so while you know the government is still trying to prop up the the oil industry and and, and stuff like that the uh manufacturers and the and the product creators are slowly moving towards sustainable energy um and and i think that trend's only going to increase uh, as more stuff like this with the ice shelf happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, the wonderful thing about CNN is uh, they are so chock full of ads at every possible point that it's it's hard to uh, really move through the article because it keeps... Slowing down and speeding up, but I think what's really interesting is they try to use the the percentage they try to use the whole oh it's forty three percent of the last unbroken ice shelf in Canada. I don't think that's as important as uh or i it's not that I don't think it's important i I think that that you, when they use percentages without context, that's often a trick, but it's hard to trick people in when you say the piece that broke off was around eighty square kilometers. Uh, larger than the 60 square kilometer Manhattan. So we're literally like, and and that was in the title, but you know, they they really put into scale just how much larger, you know, 80 square kilometer Manhattan is 60 square kilometers. This was an 80 square kilometer um, ice shelf that fell off and then split further in the waters. And you highlighted, um, you mentioned, uh, the effect that that would have on sea level rising. I mean, the other thing that that's going to happen with that is ice doesn't just. It melts over time in the ocean. It doesn't just melt, you know, so. So, uh, you know, it, it creates more obstacles for ships to move around as well.
1: And that's partly um, what they were saying, too, within that article. I think they went about a sentence or two that as that breaks is not a quick chip either it's gonna cause much more traffic and headache for those ships in the north or, you know, even as icebergs, if they do trickle down south, it's something that you know either shippers are not used to are not gonna be used to seeing, or just sometimes out of practice. And, you know, you just don't want another situation like well, I hate to say like the Titanic, where you just you think you got it and then next thing you know, you've actually scratched the whole bottom side of your ship because you didn't fully avoid the iceberg and uh you're sinking
0: yeah
1: um so yeah
0: i'm looking at another section um and it said uh here's another unintended consequence that people probably aren't thinking about it says the last known epishelf lake in the arctic could be gone because of the ice shelf break an epishelf lake is a body of fresh water trapped by an ice shelf that floats on top of ocean water So in other words, we have this lake of fresh water and it's entirely contained in the ice shelf. Um, but that ice shelf is on top of ocean water. So if the ice shelf breaks, if it, if it breaks off into the ocean, it's basically like, uh, if you've ever been in the shower and cupped your hands and in your hands and then let it go. Um, it's basically like that effect where, uh, the 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 water in your hands would have been the fresh water, and then you just let it drop into the into the bottom of the, the shower or whatever, and you know adding it to all that dirty water from coming off of your soap and, and body and stuff like that, uh you know that that's the salt water, so it's it's like dropping that water, um and they're saying the last epi shelf lake, uh, so you know it's another unintended consequences that we're losing access to fresh water. And, um, you know, at a time when we here in America have water in so many different ways, reservoirs and stuff like that, there are places in the world that don't have water. Um, yeah. It's very true. Wasting fresh water is, is, is almost sacrilegious to those places, you know?
1: Um, very big shame. I mean, like you said, not everyone, not every place is as fortunate to have access to water as easily. So having that kind of disappear as well—that that's
0: that's a big hit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, such a such a downer story to end. Maybe we should have done yours first, Flavius.
1: <laughs> a, you know, we we can do a downer for for tonight. <laughs> Definitely come with a different article for uh, next time. Um it was one that kind of caught my eye. I really couldn't find anything I know uh, for, I mean for our listener, but those who might end up listening more, um <laughs> my kind of expertise is more to probably find an article within sports or wrestling. Um but you know, that's what kind of caught my eye. And um
0: Yeah, well it's an important piece of information. Yeah. And 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 yeah, it's, uh, whether or not you believe in, uh, man, climate change, yeah, man, well, I was going to say man's effect on climate change. Wow. It's clear that like, cause the thing is what I always get out of it. Remember when, uh, we were kids and, you know, every, everything was about the hole in the ozone layer, the hole in the ozone layer was going to increase cancer rates and, and, and cause a lot of problems. Um, ever since that was a big thing over time, as we phased out the CFCs that were causing the hole and stuff like that, um, it has shrunk. It's, it, it, and then, so it, it shrunk to the point where now it like barely reopens and it's not, and it's negligible. And so, uh, it's sort of like, even with climate change, whether or not you believe man can affect the climate to that extent if there are things that we can be doing to lessen our impact why shouldn't we be doing those things yeah like it just it makes no sense to to constantly uh believe that you know if we if we burn combustible fuel fuels and just you know let them keep burning uh and we know that they increase greenhouse gases and we know that it affects the the uh overall global temperature in certain ways why would we continue to let that happen and to a leftist conspiracy theorist the short answer is because the oil industry wants it that way um i don't necessarily agree with that i think that businesses respond to what people want and and if people wanted more green energy they'd be responding to that and that's why i got very hopeful when i watched the super bowl because it did seem like a lot of the businesses were uh, a lot of the car businesses were providing opportunities to move away um from that uh combustible, combustion engine for, uh uh style and to be honest if uh if i could have afforded afforded it last time i bought a car i would have wanted a hybrid or an electric car now uh when i do Uh, both, both the cars that my wife and I own are over 10 years old. So when they eventually do crap out and we do are forced to buy a new car, uh, even if it's used, I want it to be hybrid or electric so that, you know, we're paying less for gas, you know?
1: Yeah, that's That's true.
0: (laughs) Yeah. On the one hand, I guess I went selfish first, so that we're paying less for gas. But on the other hand, it's also (laughs) for the impact it has on the environment. (laughs) So, anyway,
1: yeah. So that's our two topics for this week. We would have had a third, but you know, (laughs) let me get away with the fact that uh, he became a year older. (laughs) Stupid birthday. Yeah, the man still looks like he's uh, what ten years younger than he is. Gosh, no fair whatsoever.
0: Uh, of course. <laughs> um, but that about uh that about unties our, our knots for this week. You know, our our social media knot and our our global warming knot. Um, you know, and really, I, I we're we're trying to with this format change, we're trying to find uh, an acceptable um new name because we're not really untying knots anymore we're we're more you know providing a perspective as average shows of of what's going on around us in the world um so we're really not untying knots uh but we are kind of trying to explain things in a way that that does untie the knot for you guys and, and sort of show uh the news through the lens of an average show um but we are a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to donate, our Patreon is listed in the episode description. Um, we, you know, our Patreon supporters get access to show notes and, and links to the articles that we talk about. Um, so there is there's stuff for Patreon supporters. We're also working on writing, as you heard uh, Flavius and I talk about. Um, we're probably looking towards uh, possibly... Uh, collaborating on some kind of a a comic or manga idea. Um, So, you know, we, we, we have that, we have all those ideas upcoming and, you know, we will keep you informed about those. Um, But as always, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time uh, right here on untying the knot, stay safe and do your best to stay informed.
1: Yep. Have a nice night and y'all take care.